My name is Jordan Wasserberger, and I'm the host of the Excelsior podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to go over a few of Horseman's community norms. Speak from the I perspective, listen for understanding, assume complexity, expect and accept a lack of closure, and learning leaves, stories stay. On top of this, I also want all listeners to keep in mind that in any podcast, we may bring up issues of race, sexuality, gender, and socioeconomic status. We here at Excelsior do not shy away from these types of issues, as they may be necessary to the discussions we are having. Regardless, we always are sure to approach these conversations with respect and civility. With that out of the way, let's get into it. Wow. Okay, no, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. Welcome. No, 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 no. No, no. Logan and I just heard the best line in any film ever. Okay, so for those of us, welcome back, everybody. Um, So those of us who don't know, Logan and I are in the same English class, and we watched this film called Pontypool. Plot of the film was not relevant at all. Made $32,000. Yeah, the film Wait, had the a the film Pontypool. The film had a budget of $1.5 million and made $32,000, which is unheard of. Like, that's insane. Lost so much money. Plot of them doesn't matter. The entire Wait, film... Quick, not to brag, I just got a text from John Franco. Yeah, sorry. John Franco just texted me. That's kind of huge. Um, the entire film takes place in, like, a podcast, like, you know, recording studio, whatever. And there's a certain point of film when a doctor comes in. Logan, do you want to say what the doctor says with no context? What we need is a flamethrower. <laughs> Literally no context, man. Just goes, what we need is a flamethrower and keeps going. To submit another candidate, the line, somehow Palpatine returns. Return. <laughs> Anyways, which guys. we'll get to. Which we'll get to. Guys, welcome back to the Excelsior Podcast. <laughs> We're going to be going over all of Patrick's hot takes, because... Probably not all of them. Probably not all, but a lot, because, yeah, as you know, he says some things that are kind of crazy, and so this is now Patrick's chance to shine, like the beautiful butterfly that he is. So, all right, started. so, I've, I have prepared... one at a time? One at a time. One at a time I've prepared five hot takes for this episode. I don't necessarily expect us to get to them all. Three are Star Wars related, because I've brought them up on previous episodes. Okay. And two are non-Star Wars. Let's later. start with the non-Star Wars. Why? I agree. Or alternate. Because so, if that, you're not going to only do Star Wars for the whole yeah. time. Right, but alternate would start with a Star Wars. Okay, fine. Or it could start with not So, it could start with the first Star Wars take, which is one that I am... I have different <laughs> levels of confidence in these takes, and this is one that I'm 100% confident in and will remain 100% okay, confident fine. in. Yeah, which <laughs> is that Star Wars Rebels Jesus is Christ. the best piece of Star Wars content ever created... It's better than every other piece of Star Wars content, but I want to talk about, specifically, you guys seem to want to talk about Clone Wars. So, yes. let's present I that as the take. I thought you meant the Is best that... TV show. No, no, he's no. in the best piece of Star Wars con- content. You're saying it's better than Empire. Better than A New Hope. Easily. That, see, like, okay, I, I, no, I, I don't even think Empire and A New Hope are the best films. I need an ex- I know you don't. I know you don't. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, we didn't even say who's here. Oh my god, you're right. I, I, I for the second time I've forgotten that. Oh my god. Uh, okay, just cut it. Bad host. So, as always, I'm your host, Jordan Wasserberger. Today, I'm joined by Alexei Lee. Howdy. Sam Gordon. Howdy. Patrick Steinbaugh. Your host. <laughs> Logan Alexander. <laughs> hey. Logan, you're about to get stripped, bro. Lucas Alexander. He would take my name for the record, because my name is way cooler. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're like Logan Dragon? Who wants that? 
It's not even dragon. It's like you have two first names. Dragons. Yeah, you get a chance to have two first names. Who doesn't want that? That's so stupid. So Lucas Alexander. Or Alex or Lucas Alexander for short. That's Lucas. Logan Dracos. Logan Samuel Dracos, actually. And Ethan Wagner. Yeah, um, this is your first time on the podcast. Yeah, it is Sam's first time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's a great first episode (laughs) to start with. (laughs) Great first episode. All right, uh, so getting back to it, Patrick. Okay, so I want to just quickly hear people's initial reactions to that. No, but we need your defense. So I can't defend unless you guys attack. Tell me, no, tell me why. So first of all, with the Clone Wars specific thing. No, no, talk about Rebels first. You can't talk about it in like relation. Why is Rebels the best piece of Star Wars content? Why is Rebels amazing? Rebels is amazing because it is essentially the best parts of Clone Wars told in a narrative style instead of an anthology style, which is, I think, the biggest weakness of Clone Wars. So it's a hyper-consistent show with only, I would say, like, two or three actual bad episodes. And I think the... consistent Yeah. Two or three bad Can somebody episodes? pull up uh, Rebels on Rotten Tomatoes, please? Just so we can see how consistent oh, this really excuse is. Excuse me. Pull up The Last Jedi on Rotten Tomatoes. That's one no film! First of all... No Rotten Tomatoes is not credible because it gave Paddington 2 and 100%, and I'm sticking to that, so I'm okay. going IMDb. IMDb. Okay, okay, first IMDb. thing, IMDb. Paddington 2 is a banger. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what you're going so at. It has an, Star Wars Rebels has an 8.0 on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. An 8.0? 8.0. Um, is it on Or on, on, on IMDb. IMDb. But Sorry, per on season. IMDb. You said consistency. Yeah, per it, season. It's pretty good. I think it's incredibly consistent. That doesn't mean that... It doesn't get better as the sure. show goes along. I think sure. that it does get better as the show goes along. But I think the lows of this show are very few and far, be- far between. The They're not actually that. The, the first season is a very good season of Star Wars television, and I stand by that. And people it. draw Ezra. connections. You're about to mention that you don't like Ezra Bridger and you find him annoying. And I give you Ahsoka <laughs> of season one of the Clone Wars. I didn't find, okay, I didn't find Ahsoka annoying season I one. I didn't find Ezra annoying season one. I didn't find... No, no, no. If we're comparing them... Ezra was, um, okay. the money shot. Essentially, what those words were trying to convey was he was a brat, and I really disliked. So was Ahsoka. Him. No, Ahsoka I was not a brat. She was yes, just she annoying. Was. No, no, no. She's I think literally a brat. Okay. I do not mind characters starting out at a point from which they need to grow. I find him more no, annoying than so I find him at grow. the end of the show. I don't find him unbearably here's, here's annoying. Here's my thing. They, like, suddenly, like, I, there wasn't character growth to him for me. He just changed. Wow, he is some of the best Patrick, character Patrick, growth even in if, Even if you say it, he, you, have to, you're saying, you have to defend that Rebels is good. Like, I'm worried, like, I don't particularly like Rebels, but I get how you may enjoy it. It's the fact that you think it's the greatest piece of Star Wars content ever. Like, that. that's such a high bar, right? Like, we're talking about, like, even if you don't love A New Hope, like, Empire is an unequivocally good film. Rogue One is a good film. Clone Wars. I think Wars, they are good. I think Rebels is great. But I need. To, how is Rebels better? Like I need. To because I think defense. the Ghost Crew is the best Star Wars group of characters created. Mm. That that's my that's my answer. Like, you just laughed at. Han, Chewie, Obi Wan, Luke. What like Not better than like the most iconic absolutely. characters? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You're I think crazy. So. What do you say? Bro, how to take Star Wars? There's a difference. Not all shows are driven by the characters. Some are driven by the narrative, and some are driven by the characters. Oh, God. The Walking Dead is driven by the characters. I would say it's a show... Well, first of all, narrative and characters are nearly inseparable, and I think both the narrative and characters of Star Wars Rebels are amazing. I think that the way the show revolves around Lothal and the way that the season four gets into the Force, uh, like the Force lore that Clone Wars started with the Mortis gods and all that, and I think the Thrawn villain thrown into the mix versus... 
like for his intellect versus the like the ghost crew I think it all works really well narratively and then that's driven by the fact that I think the ghost crew individually are every single one of them phenomenal characters that's true I also do agree with you about the Ahsoka versus Ezri thing because Ezri is annoying as a character in the first season but Ahsoka is written in a way that irritates me on a writing level Mm-hmm. in the first season. How so? It's, I don't think like they were trying to make Ahsoka equally annoying as they were trying to make Ezra. I think they tried to make Ezra a bit of a brat and they succeeded. And I don't think they were necessarily trying to make Ahsoka a brat. I think she was just an annoying character in the first I season. I just agree with well, that. What other thing is this? I very much get the criticism that cl- the Clone Wars anthology style does not work. Like, I hate the fact that, like, you can sort of know what's going on, but I think then, like, the fact that the end of season one and the beginning of season three take place at the same time, it just always upset me. Like, I get that. But it's, like, I think just... It's not it's just, like, it's not just timeline stuff, though. I think that the Clone Wars anthology series series makes the highs of the show really high. Obviously, yeah. Siege of Mandalore is an amazing piece of Star Wars. Like, I'm not going to deny that. Sure, sure, sure. But I think it makes the lows also way lower. I think that, the, I just, I guess like, for the Clone Wars-specific debate, I just think it's an incredibly inconsistent show. And having f- only three or four episodes at a time telling a con- continued story instead of Rebels' is four seasons telling a, like, no, consistent story... No, I agree story, that's definitely a problem. I, like, I, it works better for me. No, I agree with that. I'd say, my, honestly, my bigger concern isn't with, like, Rebels versus Clone Wars. The bigger, like, point of, like, debate is Rebels versus... Four, five, and Rogue One, like that. Like that to and me. And six. And six. I love like, six. I would have six above four, five, and Rogue One, and I'll talk about that. But you'll still put Rebels. Later. You'll still put Rebels above I, six. I, so I, this I could take us into maybe. this could take us into one one of my second yeah, points. Take, take a second. Which so one of my other takes is that I solo. I will not necessarily say it is the best. I've said it's the best in previous. It is my Many favorite times. Star Wars film. Okay, that's fine. Okay, fair. That's, that's totally solo valid. is my favorite Star Wars film because I don't think the Star Wars films are that great. I think the Star Wars universe is the best ever created. Yeah. And I love every second that I spend in it. Or nearly every second. But the jungle goes hard. Yeah. All those, all those, like, but as films, I don't think that a perfect Star Wars film has been created. I feel like Empire's. Like, I, I, I feel like Empire is a very objectively good film. It's the you same think issue. Is a perfect show. I think it's near perfect. Okay, you're crazy. Is... I don't get like like I, I just like I've I'm watched, not arguing. I've that. watched the show like I feel like it was. It's like, very mid. I just feel so. T- That's t- such a so is Clone Wars then. No, no, but, I, I, no, no. It's I'm not just like I, I, I just, was okay with I the am show a, take. I absolute, just think the movies are skies. I, yeah, no, like, I think that I don't think there's a single piece of Star Wars the, television content that comes close to the movies. Like, I, I don't think Mandalorian comes close to any of the movies. See, this is my same thing. Yeah, I don't get the hype for Mandalorian. This is this is my same thing with what I've said about the Dark Knight in the past, I think that some Star Wars stuff is objectively good, but it will not draw major emotions out of me. Like, that's my thing yeah. with the Dark Knight. It's okay. an objectively good film, okay. but well, I judge films this. based on how they make me feel, and I don't think any Star Wars films have made me feel like Rebels has. Can I say this? None of it. Can I say this? 
Patrick, can I it's say just this none of it time? compares to National Treasure. <laughs> national Treasure is <laughs> that's an amazing, amazing film. film. It all comes back to National Treasure. National Treasure is the best film of all time. Yeah. yeah. What about Toy Story 3? So I have a Toy Story take on this. Do you want to go off Star Wars? So let me first talk about Solo for a little bit. Because Solo is the one that I can probably defend the least. But I drew up some points on this. Um, Patrick came stacked. I didn't come stacked. I prepped a little because I knew I would have to defend these. Not really. So I think that Han Lan... the, um, The writing and acting of Han, Lando, and Beckett in Solo are... Dynamic-wise, one of the most enjoyable in Star Wars. It's a very fun film, and I think that it's the best usage and portrayal of starships in Star Wars. I think that the way that they, like, show Han flying and show Han caring about the ship with the like navigation stuff. I mean, yeah, but the scene in and the entire Kessel Run—it's a great scene. I think that I think that Solos is better, and I think that it's the funniest Star Wars film without. My big thing on Solo and why I enjoy it the most is that it doesn't have glaring faults to me like a bunch of the other no, enjoyable I, I Star Wars that. films. Yeah, I agree with okay. that. I think with Solo, like, I, like, I liked it. I, I love anything that takes place between 3 and 4, I love. I love it like super dark portrayal of stuff. It ruined that Han. Was it ruins Han, yeah, it ruins Han and Lando, though. You think so? Like, I was so... I don't so, think so. Like, first off, having Lando just leave yeah. right at the ending of the film... That was, that, that was arguably, arguably what I appreciated... From this movie for me was all the way through it didn't back away from these characters being scoundrels like they're no. scoundrels, scoundrels like literally no, that's are. what that's they're the, called that's like actually that's the name that's the literal yeah. term in the star wars universe is the the fact that it didn't shy away from that like beckett would have shot han at the end yeah. if han didn't shoot him and han did yeah. shoot him uh, lando was. abandoned han like cool han it was pulled, han pulled a trick on lando at the yeah. end these characters are not entirely great people, and I love that it didn't shy away. From no, them. I I like Solo. Like, I was like, I watched. I was a big fan of it. I just don't. Th- it's just like it's like I I, I hate using the word. Mid I, I would say made has such like, a negative connotation to it. But for me, it was just like that was no. Cool. I understand that, and I don't yeah, get I mad at people who don't love Solo. Um, I would say my next highest film in Star Wars Thank though would be Six. If I had to choose okay. one, like I, I, think I don't, we don't talk about six enough. I don't. I haven't seen six in a really long time. I need to watch. Six I again. I think that films like Empire are a bit overhyped, but like I don't I really want to get. I, I, I don't Empire's really want to get into that. No, A New Hope is the best one. That's not what you said on your top ten list. My top ten said A New Hope number one. Empire wasn't even on his top ten. Yeah, Empire's not on my top ten. Or was it your honorable? No, it wasn't. I don't think it was. You said Rogue One and A New Hope. Someone brought. Okay, so I want to. I'm so, I brought a broken one. Really oh, Wagner, were you the one who said Empire was the best Star Wars movie? No, but oh, I think it probably Caldwell. is. Oh, probably Mr. Caldwell. I think, I think it probably is, though. I think okay, you're crazy. A New Hope stands yes, so well like by itself because A New Hope was uh, actually never made with the intention of making a sequel initially. So it stands on its own because there's nothing that was like, oh, we can just explain this in the sequel or this or that. Because it was made as a standalone movie, so there wasn't anything left out to be done in the future, which is what a lot of more longer form content, yeah. like the releasement movies and TV shows, do. Mm-hmm. Well, if it, okay, if if there wasn't meant to be a sequel, why'd they call it episode number four? <laughs> like I'm just confused. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they, they didn't want there to be a sequel. Why is it, why is it number four? He, he's joking. Yeah. For anyone who didn't, Logan is not that stupid. I'm saying they didn't intend to, but they did leave some things. 
Yeah. Okay. They, they, they so, like made a world, you know? Yeah, and then, and then they could return to it. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. They had set yeah. up. So like we might come fight. back to Star Wars later, sure. but to take it away from Star Wars for a little, because I want to get Logan involved in this. I don't. Yeah, you and Wagner I don't like the Toy Story film. Oh my god! How is that a thing? That is old tale. No wait, I, no wait. Patrick, genuinely speaking, I haven't watched all of Rebels, so I, I tried to not speak on it. I really liked Solo, and I could see why it's your favorite film. That Toy Story take <laughs> is so bad. I don't I like wanna, the Toy Story. I just want to add on to this. Can we just like? Ding dong! You're just damn wrong. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I need to come back from bars. I need to come back. I think we've all made our logical point. Yeah, yeah. 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 Here's the thing for me there with the no Toy Story film. When? Yep. Do you actively dislike them or do you just not like them? One and two, I actively dislike. That's insane. They're like the. Oh my three, God. I think, okay. is good. Okay. I haven't watched four. Say, I haven't two watched four. The worst no, two is yeah, worse, but one. But yeah, come on. I no. have not watched Toy Story 4. I Wait, will say that. Toy Story 4 is like the most underrated piece of yeah, cinema ever. It's, 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 <laughs> oh he was so good. So good. Such a It's because he's like you and me. Toy Story 1 is an A. Toy Story 2. Is an A minus and Toy Story three is an A plus. Toy Story no, no. three is like a seven. Out of yeah, Toy Story two is a B plus. Give me Toy Story two B plus. Give me Toy Story four A minus. I would say four is an A minus. I haven't, I haven't yeah. seen Toy Story. I would it's say so Toy Story. It's so good. No, Toy Story it's four so is an A, bro. Low key an A. Low key. I just want to stick to the trilogy, after, bro. Oh, sorry, it's Toy Story. The original trilogy. Wait, when Toy Story four came out. It was after Endgame, and when I left that movie, I said, this is the best movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I posted it on my public Snapchat story that Toy Story 4 was the best movie of 2020. Toy Story 4 also has the same plot as Endgame, but whatever. Let's keep going with your, with your thing. It's the so, same movie. What? Same movie. Explain. Think about the movie, it's the same movie. No, 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 no. This is not George. Let's it's not my, it's not my thing. It's no, not my Patrick thing. Six. It's Patrick Six. Okay. So, I want to preface this one by saying, when I go to Pixar films, and animated films in general, I go to them to be taken into some world that feels distinct from the world this that I live in. When oh, you look I at no, do you actually have, you have no. little green hold men on, running around on. your room? When you look at Wally, form request for the counterpoint. When you look at Soul, when you look at Finding Nemo, Cars, you The Incredibles. Soul? Soul is takes place in the real world. Soul it? literally has the before life as like half of the film. So don't don't even start talking to me. I prepped for this. What are you talking about? Soul is in the real world. Soul, he is a it's half a flash film. But not mean. Takes place in a place that you are before you go into the real world. That's literally not how life I works. That. Dude, you don't, you don't know, know that. that. You don't know you that. Don't know yeah. that. <laughs> you don't know you that. that. So. That's how like all of the Pixar, all the Pixar films that I really enjoy work. And Toy Story, the toys obviously toys don't talk like what? that in real life. <laughs> you don't know how many. But times the real world. No, bus. hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, let me explain this. The world <laughs> the itself that the my Lego men have moved. Yeah, come on. You set up the battle. You come back. One's knocked over. The Toy Story. So the Toy Story world, the world in which these toys are talking in is not affected by those toys, so it doesn't actually have the effect, the same effect so of confused. being a distinct world. No, but we the don't care about the outside oh, world. Oh, I see. That's I not part of the movie. But Lego like movie. Very... The Lego movie, the outside world is not affected by what happens in Bricksburg, but, but it's still a great movie. <laughs> right, but Bricksburg... Inside Out. <laughs> inside Out. Okay, you you're mentioning films <laughs> that take place 90% in the imaginative thing, in the imaginative you thing, that. it's not. Story takes place I have in four. the world of in toys. the real world. In the real world. In the world of toys. Even if I give you that, 
That doesn't mean the movie's bad. No, if I, anything, it makes that it was literally the first Pixar point ones. that I brought up. So Your first, first of all, Finding Nemo takes place in the real it's world. It's not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Finding Nemo. You guys are so stupid. It blows my mind. Cars takes place in the real You guys are so dumb. Wrong take. That's the one wrong. Cars is not even Pixar. Oh my god. All I'm guys. All I'm saying is the Titanic still sinks. Okay. The Titanic does still sink. But <laughs> Titanic still sinks. No, that is maybe such a good movie. It does. But Titanic still sinks, and the and the real world still Wait, happens. Wait, can I story. can I talk about why Toy Story is great? No, no not until no, I mention why I don't like it. So the first, the big thing is Toy Story. When everybody mentions why they like it, wait, everybody, it's, wait, everybody. Do you hear that weird? Yeah, yeah. Do you heard that too, right? Yeah. Construction something. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Do you know, penis. Can we just be quiet? Can we just go? Just go. Just go. Okay. So Alter. when everybody mentions why they love the toy, it's Alexei. The mic's right here. <laughs> like you're hitting that. When thing, everyone mentions why it. they love the Toy oh, Story oh, movies oh, so much, it like half of what I hear is that it's this amazing piece of childhood nostalgia, yeah. which I will say, I can understand that from somebody else's perspective, but they're built off of a nostalgia for something that I did not experience, which inherently makes them not nearly as relatable. I didn't play with toys like that. I mean, obviously I had blocks and stuff and magnet tiles, like to but like I didn't have I little didn't figures and those. toys and all that. You, you, I had you, like you guys didn't have the way. green army, you man? I had like the Star Wars like action like, figures. Because you don't have the exact toys doesn't mean you don't use your imagination. Dude, literally I played with my Lego man and I was like, yeah, I built a little battle. I was like, better not. Yeah, exactly. That's the same thing. Yeah. Lincoln Locks. The, the, like, whatever the experience was, like no matter what the minutia of my childhood was, it didn't give me that childhood experience. I didn't feel it, even if like do, maybe. I, a, like, dude, I just don't think I did a use those Legos like you guys were saying, but it didn't. It obviously didn't provoke something in me. I don't think Patrick has a soul. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I just don't think he has a soul. Experience you, know, you know when they're, like, making, like, training Literally all the young toys. souls? So, so I think it's so special about Toy Story, isn't that it, like, brings back this, like, childhood nostalgia. Like, I did play with those kinds of toys. Like, that, that was a bit more of an experience for me, so my emotional connection to the movie is a little stronger. But what I think is even more amazing is how somehow they managed to make all of these toys have the personalities I would picture that they would have. Yes. It's like, oh, yes, that's that is so what, good. That that's is what Buzz Lightyear would be. That is what Rex would sound like. like that's this what, is what Jesse would do. That's, that's what, what Jesse Woody would do. Would do. Yeah, that's exactly 100%. what they would do. And that's I think such it, a good it's take. underrated how incredible the writing is that they just bring these characters to life. Like, I've seen like, these toys, even if it's not individually. Like, I've seen, like, a doll of a, of a cowboy I've before. I've seen a Mr. Potato Head. I've seen a Mr. Potato Head, but I never would have thought what they would act like if they were alive and Toy Story like brought that into my also, life. Right. also I think that also Lotso is a top 10 villain of all time Lotso is a good villain I'll give Lotso you that he, he was talking about Toy Story 1 and 2 I know, I know, I was just but so I, I think that's a good point Logan but the take isn't that I think they're objectively really bad films I don't enjoy these films is my take and I think he's saying he doesn't enjoy that's called one has a heart attack over here I, I think that I agree that the characters are all written in a way that I find very believable based on the toys that they are that being said, I actually don't like most of the characters. I don't think Woody is a very likable character for the entire it's stretch of Toy Story. I don't yeah, think yeah, he is for the entire stretch. I've seen Toy Story. You just said that like Ezra wasn't likable. No, but I think Woody stays unlikable. <laughs> 
I never liked Woody. Really quickly. Not by the I, end? So, no. Mr. Caldwell signing in, I, I forgot this was the, the Patrick Steinbaugh hot takes episode. Yes. Yeah. Because at, at first I just thought, oh, maybe it was a random tangent talking about Toy we Story. Have you, you didn't like Toy Story? Patrick? I don't like the Toy Story movies. Like any of them? So wrong. I think three is okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh, brother! I think he loses, think he loses oh. all credibility on any of this. Yeah, I think that was, was so. No, I just oh. want to say this episode is as uh, that's a hot take. That is actually. the hottest I, take. I know it's yeah. a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's why it's on this list? No, what? what I'm like, wow. Patrick, there's a reason there's a Buzz Lightyear movie coming out. And I'm excited for that movie. How? The way they yeah. it looks, the, the movie looks. It's not a Toy it. Story oh, movie, is the thing. But it's a, it's a byproduct. But of the like, character that doesn't do mean anything Woody, to me. His arc's great in that. I feel like, dude. Because he goes from this super likable. Per- oh my god! If you see Toy Story four. Yeah, yeah. So Watch so Toy Story four, everyone. He goes from this like super like likable, but like not really likable in a way because he's like a control freak and he's yeah. in control of everything and he has everything. And he loses it all. And like oh, him so and Toy like, like dude, even when I think back on Toy Story three, I can't think of that many like Patrick. Patrick, you literally when Andy, when Andy, no, no. Beyond, no. Fly. when Andy, Buzz flies. When Andy he drops flies. his toys oh, off with the girl and they see Andy the go, that's the thing. The toys toys I'm not going to pretend like some parts of the Toy Story movies aren't good. I think that the Andy stuff in Toy Story three is great. I think that Lotso in Toy Story three is great. But the moment to moment of the character interactions of the toys themselves, I think that's the biggest problem I have with these films. Is I don't like the main toys. Literally, what you don't like Buzz Lightyear? You don't like Slinky Dog? I think Buzz Lightyear yeah. is like relatively boring. Slinky he's Dog's funny like in the first film when he's completely oblivious to the situation of like he, he is a toy. Spanish in the third film. That is the best <laughs> moment of the third. That is. I will get. I will. That's the best moment of the then, like, series is when Buzz Wendy? speaks oh Spanish. Dude, so literally, I'm not going to protect, or to, I'm not going to pretend like they are objectively bad films through and through. I don't enjoy the moment to moment of these so really, films because I don't like the choice. So really quickly, in terms of the character development, I I think Woody, I, okay. So speaking as someone with children, Woody's a great lesson about how not to be controlling and how you have to change and you have to be willing to try new things and you have to be a good friend. But just just forget. Me as a parent, just as a, as a character, human, as a human, right? as a human, 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 Wow, this is really hot takes. This is. I'm. I. I. What were some of the other hot takes this? that I missed? Uh, Solo's the best Star Wars movie. And no, Solo's my favorite Star Wars. And movie. Rebels is the best piece of Star Wars content ever. That's a hot take. I have nothing. I have no yeah, problem with someone fine. saying that something's their favorite. Yeah, movie. exactly. Wait, favorite is favorite. We've started wrapping up. Sorry, man. I was going to ask Wally <laughs> and Up. Do you like Wally and Up? I love Wally. Okay. I think Up is all right. Yeah, I, I think the first. He was here for I think the first. Oh, four, yeah. I think the first fourteen minutes of Up are amazing. Better than that's a personal preference. Yeah, I have is, no is problem it. with Do you have like a one last hot take before we wrap this up? <laughs> yeah. We have a hard time. So, like the oh hottest of hot takes. The hottest of hot takes. I don't know if this is <laughs> the hot of the Toy Story. Okay. I you're gonna get you want the hottest. I love that there's a Patrick Steinberg hot take episode. And, and, and this is it's as because advertised. these are hot takes that I have mentioned over the course of this podcast. Yeah. And there What's were the so one? many. Last one. So this last one I haven't mentioned. Give him a third degree. Burn. Do you want me to mention this? <laughs> oh, oh, the I Aladdin. Saw it. it was so bad. Oh my god. Oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. The one below Aladdin. The Aladdin live action remake 
is better than the original. Jesus Christ. You see how bad that tape what's, is? What's the one right below? <gasps> no, the one right below it is the Toy Story one. Oh, okay. He also no, no. he also left out his oh, other Oh, yeah, Wars no, one. this is that this is a really sub this too. is an explanation Aladdin of the Aladdin one. Will Smith is better than Robin Williams as the genie. Oh my, oh my god. Dude, dude. And I stand dude. by that. Dude. dude. <laughs> Wagner just left. Like, like I don't walk, blame him. Walk, guys. Okay. I think that is a fantastic way to end so, this whole uh, wrap yeah. up. Uh, Patrick's entire, like, no, the way that no. he did. Um, All right. So, Will Smith is better than Robin Williams. Jeez. And I think that's because, to me, he is way more fitting with the style of genie that I like. Like, Friend Like Me. When I think about Friend Like Me, I never used to really enjoy Friend Like Me as a song until Will Smith came along with his like rap style of doing it Dude, and reinvent. I really like the hipster style like that he gives the genie where he, he's essentially, I, I don't know, Robin Williams was obviously the voices and stuff that he makes are really, really good voices, but I didn't. I found his kinetic style kinetic for the sake of being it instead of how I wanted the genie to act. I think it's there are some things that I think are literally just preference, like Solo being the best Star Wars right, film. Right. I actually think the live-action Aladdin is a better film. I wish I think that time. I think that the Aladdin-Jasmine relationship is yeah. way better in this film because Jasmine is given so much more agency as a character. Yeah. And I think Patrick that... is... Right. And in I that. think that not, me, not in the entire film, but you're right in that. And I think that Mina Masood and Naomi Scott absolutely kill it in their roles as Aladdin and Jasmine. As a result, make that relationship not just on paper better of how they actually interact with Jasmine having more agency, but also more fun to watch than the animated version. I think the songs are better. I've already talked about Friend Like Me. I think that A Whole New World, just like singing wise, I enjoy it more. And Prince Ali is one of the most impressive. And Prince like Ali's amazing. large yeah. scale that. set pieces that I have no, seen I'll in a you, recent I'll give there are certain, and maybe I should do a myself. I'll give there are certain aspects of the new one that are better than the old one. Prin, uh, yeah, Prince Ali. Yeah. That was a great with, uh, Jasmine's role, all that. But the original is like. It, but like, those are, those are the well things that I think are better. And I don't think, aside from like the Jafar voice, I couldn't name stuff that I think is worse. I think that's the thing Jafar in the animated is better. Yeah, but Jafar I think that's the action. only concession I th- that I, I would th- give. I think Jafar is better. I, I personally for Robin Williams. I think he's the embodiment of that, like, you know, purely wishful, fantastical, like, way of being. Um, and I think that just the overall, like, way the film is done, like, obviously one's live action, one's animated. But, like... When I hear a whole new world. You like you watch the original, and it, you, it, you just have this feeling of, like, flight, almost. And I, I watched the remake, and I'm like... It's just a bad-made film, a poorly made film. See, I don't agree with that either. I, I feel like I, people like sometimes remake, just yeah. hop on the hype train of all the Disney live-action remakes suck, and I don't no, think that's not, true at all. I think the I think Jungle Aladdin, Book remake is better than the original. I think that Jungle Book is amazing. I think the Jungle Book remake is 100% better than the original. The original. Book is yeah, exactly. like it's not all of them. But I, but I will I, say I never loved the original Aladdin story until I watched the live-action remake. I thought we were just going to end that sentence with I never loved. <laughs> just cut it off there. No, I, I think that... I now understand why Tori's canceled your blind ball practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, unfortunately, we have to call it there because a lot of us have, like, hard 4 p.m. cutoffs. Um, but that is a wrap on Patrick's Hot Takes episode. <laughs>
Whether he's allowed back is still up for debate, but uh, what are we doing next week? Oh, oh, yeah, top five TV shows of all time, right? Something like that? Is it? Exactly. Um, Rebels will be spoken about. Oh, okay. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We're uh, not gonna even gonna talk about it. We're just gonna skip over it. Yeah, it's fine. I know I'm gonna get flamed for, for my favorite show of all time. Um, but thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.